Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. to you microphone works let's get our heads right getting the week started uh i was sad last night man very sad to see the news that uh the last original member of leonard skinnard gary rossington left this mortal coil last night at 71 years old dude survived the skinnard plane crash a heart attack um years of drug and alcohol abuse and uh, made it to 71 and I was really bummed. Our pal Bernie Wilson tweeted it last night, and I went, Ooh, sitting at my desk, and I went, oh, no. Well, I said, I know what needs to be done tomorrow. Four straight hours of Leonard Skinner talk on Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Now, I, I could do it in my sleep. I would have a blast doing it. And I thought to myself, I don't know that Ben and Paul would be down for 
four straight hours of the history and the influence of the great Leonard Skinner. The I, only thing I know is that that there is not actually a person named Leonard Skinner. There's a person named Leonard Skinner, and it was their gym teacher. Okay, and that's who they named the band after. Leonard Skinner. See, I, I could do, I could entertain probably an hour. You do the whole hour of Skinner talk? I don't know much about them. See, I do. I can fill you what's in. The I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to contribute anything. It's I mean, story my, time. My first question, what's the plane crash story? I don't know. I don't even know this. Well, Ben, I'm glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> Step in. So, number one, I there's a documentary. It's on Netflix. I think it's called If I Leave Here Tomorrow. And I, I love Leonard Skinner with every fiber in my being. Um, in my opinion, they are the tightest band to ever live. You have to be when you have three lead guitar players in a band. You have to be very, very tight because otherwise it's just three guys that are like, no, 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 I'm really good. Listen to what I can do, right? Um, their their backstory is incredible. I mean, they're literally hillbillies from the swamp. And uh, they got together and they had this, um, they you know, friends in high school, Little League. They played Little League against each other and... Uh, they they discovered rock and roll, and they're like, no more school, no more anything. All we want to do is play music. In fact, Gary Rossington said once, I wish they would throw me in jail for 30 days with my guitar. That would make me, when he was a teenager, he's like, he, him and one of the other guys, Alan Gaines, used to go, man, I wish they'd just lock us up for 30 days with our guitars. <laughs> All we can do is play guitar. We didn't have to worry about eating meals, going to school, nothing. Here's the thing I love the most about Skinner. They had this shack down uh, in the swamp, basically, about 100 feet from a creek where alligators would roll up, water moccasins, uh, hillbilly people out in the woods would come and try to steal their gear. They called it the Hell House. And the Hell House had no air conditioning. It's down in the swamps. be about 100 degrees, mosquitoes the size of pigeons. And, dude, they went down there every day. And you know what time they started? Rock and roll, rock and roll band kids, long-haired hippie kids in the 60s, Ronnie Van Zandt said, oh, y'all have your asses here by 7.30 in the morning. And they played all day long, every day. And that's how they became so tight. So the work ethic of the band, the common man theme of, of Leonard Skinner, um, I've just loved that band since I was a little kid, and I love them more now. And when Gary passed away last night, I was like, I was legit sad. And I told my wife, I go, well, I'm about to be back on my Skinner BS. She goes, when were you off your Skinner BS? Because that's all I hear. So you know that song, That Smell? Ooh, yeah. that smell. Can't you smell that so smell? it's about one of the members who's, they've got a little money now, and you've been drinking and too much Coke and too much smoke and you oak tree in your way. That's him. He got <laughs> hammered and messed up, and he hit a, uh, the oak tree. So Ronnie, the lead singer, is like, I'm about to write a song about your ass right now. So he <laughs> did, and that song was about him. They called him Prince Charming in that song. So I uh, saw a couple tributes last night. Prince Charming has left the building. I Love that band. So he's the last remaining member because um, they had just put out an album, Ben, my favorite album, called Street Survivors. And they're going from a, um, a gig to a gig. And it was a crappy plane. They didn't like the plane, didn't want to be on the plane. And it, I think they ran out of fuel, if I'm not mistaken. And it like clipped all these trees. And it crashed, and a bunch of them died. Ronnie Van Zant, the singer, uh, Stevie Gaines, and Cassie Gaines passed away. Rossington survived. He woke up. The plane door was on top of him. He broke his pelvis, both Jeez. arms, both legs, managed to recover, play, continue You know the legacy of Leonard Skinner for the years. But, I mean, the documentary, you can hate Leonard Skinner, and the documentary, will, it's riveting. Uh, it's on Netflix still. 
and uh, gave it another play last night, man. I I just I love that band. I love how they I love how they worked. I love how what they represent, and uh, just a huge Skinner fan. So I I literally could do four hours on them just fo- playing fo- songs. Follow up question. Yeah. So and I don't think you know the answer to this. How is it that so many of these rock stars who lived so hard, partied so hard, did so many drugs? Are still going like in their seventies, eighties when when some of them are still touring, not just alive, but actually like functioning and touring, where some of the rest of us, I mean, try you know, not even close uh, imagining to do that. I mean, it's I'm forty seven, dude, and I get out of bed and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like it, it's, you got to talk yourself into getting behind Mick the Jagger's wheel. Jagger's like, settle down. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, honestly, I think in there, like if you look at the Stones, bro, they've probably been off. The, the hard stuff for a long time. Might probably smoke a little pot, maybe have a glass of wine is, is probably the extent of where they are now. I doubt very much that they're slamming age and stuff still, but also, man, they have more money than they know what to do with. So they've got nutritionists, and they've got trainers, and they've got people on the road <laughs> to put them back together. That's a huge... And Skinner writes... So being super rich can offset at least... Aging. A decade or two of really, really hard living. Yeah, I mean, unless you hit, you know, unless you get... The, well, yeah, the cancer uh, uh, curse or something like that, and obviously a few of those guys never made it past their you know thirties, right? You know, if they did an OD, but if after that, it seems like a lot of these guys have have gone for like rarely ever. are they like dropping dead in their fifties or yeah. even sixties, early like, or late, it's, it's early or late, <laughs> yeah, extreme one well, way or the other. And you got to think about it. And they wrote Skinner wrote a song about the machine, you know, working for the MCA, working for MCA. It's a machine, and and Pink Floyd wrote a song about it. You know, um, have a cigar. It's this whole big conglomerate that their job, Ben, is to make sure you, Ben, are on stage that night. Why? Because it feeds my family. It puts money in my pocket. So I'm going to do for you whatever I need to do to get your ass out on that stage 200 times a year because that's how I eat. So once that machine gets going, it's hard to turn it off. And, you know, I think a lot of musicians get uh, they become a little forlorn with the Bro, I, man, I miss, and they all talk about it. I miss playing in the swamp at the Hell House with my boys, spending one day, an entire day riding Freebird. You know, one guy came in with an idea. Ronnie goes, that sounds good. I'm going to go fishing. Comes back, sings all the words to Freebird that he wrote while he was fishing down at the swamp. That's what they miss. And then they're like, oh, cool, we're off to Davenport, Iowa to play a show. Like, the big machine is what gets you, and they'll do whatever they got to do to get him back on stage, so... I think that's the answer to your question is whatever it takes. That's how they get back on stage. They know they have to because there's more than just them and their art depending on it. It it it's a record company needs to get paid and the band managers need to get paid and the family's got to eat and everything else. So, man, it's um it's really riveting and and it's one of the reasons I like this job so much cuz I do liken what we do sometimes to what a band does. Um except we don't tour. We're just here and we're doing a 4-hour set. Here every day, but it very much is. A what band. would a tour look like? It'd be terrible. Are you kidding me? What if we had to go in a van? Like, all right, we're off to Pomona this week. Yep. Do an appearance there. Hit the van. I'll drive this ship. All you got next. I mean, it'd be horrible. You guys could have done it in my Ben Woods World Tour. The world Tour would be all spend like we'll be three in months Chicago and... next week talking pod baseball. Yeah, right. And East we Asia. Be... We're doing uh, Singapore, yeah, and then Japan. we're hitting uh, Jakarta, <laughs> yeah. and we're. People, are, what is going on? Who are these guys? We it's, don't care about the Padres. Yeah, we don't care about the Padres here. But, man, I was so bummed last night. And, and of course, 
have been just, as I usually do, just skinnered in my ears. And uh, just one of the great American rock bands. And passed away yesterday, and uh, that's my uh, tribute to Prince Charming, Gary Rossington. He was, he was legendary. And the cool thing, too, their producer said, the first guy that produced him goes, you know what's weird is when 17- and 18-year-old kids walk into a recording studio and they've got every solo down because they spent hours practicing, hours. Like, they walked in, they're like, all right, here's our song, Free Bird. And the <laughs> solo was the same that they always played it. They they worked it out. They played it until it was, you know, till it was muscle memory. And I just went, man, I, I love their work ethic so much. Uh, and I just love their music, man, just such badasses. So, Rest in peace to the uh, the great Gary Rossington. Shout out to his family. He's got a couple of daughters um, uh, still alive. But, yeah, the last one. Shout out to his family. There it is. The last remaining member of the original members of Leonard Skinner. Well, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to a lot of Leonard Skinner music today. I love because, Leonard Skinner. Uh, I like Leonard Skinner, too. Oh, so good. Uh, welcome, everybody, into the new week here. It is, uh, if you're watching on our YouTube stream, you can see it's a, li- a little light out behind me. This is the last Monday to look like that at 6, 11 a.m., Time changes oh. this coming weekend, so it'll be pitch black uh, to start our show right, starting next week again. again. Walk me through this again. Spring, you have to walk me through it every year. Spring ahead, so darker in the morning, lighter in the evening. You'll okay. have you know more time outside. It'll be light like 7 o'clock at night next week at this time. So again, when or not ta- this time, but when, this day when Taylor goes to bed. It's going to be light out. Correct. So it'll look like this. that right now outside at seven eleven. Okay, next week. Can't, I never. I there was a time when I hated it. Now I think I might like it. A lot of golfers enjoy it. You get the extra hour. Morning show guys usually hate it because you feel like you lose an hour of sleep in the morning. <laughs> so it's a little bit tougher for us. But um, you, you you adapt pretty quick, much like we will. To- People with young kids, not a big fan because the kids don't know. They don't look at the clock. They just get up when they get up. So all of a sudden they're getting up. An hour earlier. It's, Are they, though? Because it's dark. Or they're staying up an staying hour later. Up an hour, they want to stay up a little yes, later. Yes, they want to stay up an hour later on this end. Dad, it's still light outside. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. It's still seven. You have to go to bed. Not tired yet. Because I've I've lost an hour of sleep in the morning, son. You are now going to be go to bed when it's light outside. Speaking of kids, shout out to all of them that I saw on Saturday afternoon at Petco Park. I went down for the uh, Science Expo and worked at the 10 News booth for a couple of hours. We have our 10 News experience where... Kids, and they come, and we had a line the entire time. That place was packed Bumping. on Saturday. They had robots and chemistry experiments and goop and all the science stuff that kids absolutely love. It booths all over this the place. This is at Petco Park? This is at Petco Park, oh, yeah. Thousands and thousands of people. Uh, we were set up right by the Lexus Club, just on the main level, so high traffic area. Had a line the entire time. Our 10 News experience is... A booth where essentially we have a green screen and we hand the kids a microphone and I've got cue cards and a script and they put the pictures behind them. You can do either a traffic, weather, or fire report. No sports. And huh? you really they don't have a sports one for us. No highlights. It's hard enough to keep the kids on track with. I bet they all uh, pick weather. Uh, you know, it was a it was a lot of mix. Some people it was almost even between the fire, traffic, and weather kids. But I must have the entire time I was there, and I was only there for about two hours. Maybe 100 to 150 kids, just one after another. And they're all small, so I'm like having to bend way over and I hand them <laughs> the microphone, hold the cue cards. And I mean, they had me doing all the work, and it was um, it was fun. It was good to see everybody. I saw some tier ones who stopped by and said hello. So shout out to everyone who came by. But then I missed your big event because it was at the same time on Saturday afternoon at Snapdragon Stadium. 
Got to tell you, man, the uh, I was a little I was a little nervous about the outdoor game that the Seals played, and um, boy, I was not nervous when it was over. It was spectacular. Why don't you uh, hold? Because I want to hear all about yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. we want to get to our first break here. We get a good uh, week, good show. Obviously, we'll talk about the Padres weekend that was at spring training. A lot of Ben and Woods out in the community this weekend. That makes me very happy. All three of us were out there representing the show this weekend. We'll talk about all of it. So it'll be fun. Uh, we'll get to some Padres talk. More thoughts on the pitch clock over the weekend. More people who like it. More people who don't. Blake Snell, not a big fan of it. No surprise. Heard some comments from him yesterday after his first start of the Cactus League. So we'll get into all of that as well. Aztecs. Clinch a conference championship. Get ready for the Mountain West Tournament in a couple of days. So a little college basketball talk as well. Sammy Spring Training will check in from Peoria later on. Should be a good one as we get a new week started. Glad to have everybody with us on the radio, on the Odyssey app, on the YouTube stream. We'll be right back and get going with the Daily Diddy. Paul finally breaks the string of Woods theme selections God, this week damn, with our pick finally. when we come back. Yes. Uh, after a check it of traffic. Skinner, that's all I know. <laughs> ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
walks down the street He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard I need a phone to surprise me every day We sure this wasn't a Ben selection? I thought this was a Ben selection I did too for a second I can picture him driving around in a sedan Crank it up if you can, you want to? Or we get in trouble I think I got it fixed Do you? We'll find out I remember Chevy Chase was in this video when we were kids. Remember that? I don't even, I can't picture the video. But. You know what's funny? I used to hate this song. I think I kind of like it now. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm actually older. with you. I, I, I hate I loathed it. I loathed it. And now I'm like, sounds pretty his name's, good. His name's Paul, but he says you can call him Al. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard this song in a long time, and I heard it. I played it yesterday, thinking about my daily ditty, and I go, so I found myself kind of bouncing up and down. I go, hey, not bad, All not right, bad. So it's Paul Rindle playing Paul Simon. Is that the theme? Son of ding, a ding, 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 What the a baby? A dingo ate my baby. Uh, yes, it is. I'm not, I'm egotistical. I'm not egotistical enough. It's not bands that are named Paul, but it is bands or artists that have your name. They have somebody, yeah. wait, uh, somebody in the band has your name or? Yeah, we can, well, we can Because there's no Steve. An art, artist oh, or, Nicks. artist Nicks. or band name. Stevie ben Stills. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Ben might have a little more trouble. Ben, uh, ben Harper. Ben Harper. Ben, ben Folds, Folds ben Five. Ben Fives in his wallet. <laughs> Ben hoards fives in his wallet. Uh, ben, 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 Ben. Yeah. I'll think about it. All right. Good. I like that, Paul. I like that a lot. You know, that's actually, you go to Spotify, you just type in Ben, Ben, and hit artist, right. and it just, boom. It's, just it's not as hard as it used to be. Populates pretty quickly, so I'll find something for that theme. All right. Name, names the same as the person picking the, the uh, song this week for our Daily Ditty oh, I like that. on Paul's selection. All right, you were about to tell us a little bit about, and I saw the pictures <laughs> in the morning uh, when they had it all set up at Snapdragon Stadium for the Seals game against Las Vegas. First ever outdoor NLL game at Snapdragon Stadium. Looked, the f- field looked phenomenal. It's amazing. But then I didn't get to watch the game because I was out at the Science Expo. So how did it go? I know they won. Yeah, they won. But And, and the highlights I saw, they looked great. They but did. tell me they, all about it. It was just, it was so well done. And I, I'm so, um, <laughs> I get to show up with an hour and a half to spare and walk in and I've got my spot and I do my, my job and I leave. I did not have to be a part of the planning, the preparation. And from what I heard from from a couple of the guys there, the glass that they brought in, they had to go to Vegas and pick it up and fly it back piece by piece. Like it was such a such an excruciating thing to build this this deal and to pull this game off. And they did it, guys. It was seamless. I mean, yes, there were things going around behind the scenes, like oh, this monitor's not working or I'm not getting feed, and I think our DJ had a tough time. His computer actually froze, so he only had about 14 songs to pick from, and he's he's spinning stuff the whole show. The music goes, as you know, the whole time. But, man, every game, there's issues. There's plenty of issues at Pachanga Arena uh, when we play there. It went off without a hitch, and Joe was there, got to see him. The, the commissioner of the NLL was there. Paul Rabel was there, who runs the PLL. And everybody that's anybody in, in the game of lacrosse was there. And we knocked it out of the park, man. Like, the players did, we did, uh, the production team did. It, it was so awesome to play a game outside. I And Snapdragon, my God, it is a beautiful facility. Now, I, I, I meant to tell you guys this. You've, 
think about Snapdragon. You're like, it's not the world's biggest stadium. It's not. It's perfect. It, it it's fe- a perfect. It size. feels so. If you've ever been to Qualcomm Stadium, the first time you go to Snapdragon Stadium, it feels tiny. It does because <laughs> that it, it, being I mean, said, it, it com- if you're comparing it in your mind, all right, I'm sitting here in Mission Valley. I'm used to this giant sixty-five thousand seat stadium, and you go into, you know, thirty thousand and change Snapdragon, and it feels like it's barely there. Like, I just drove though. past it for the first time, like. Tuesday or Wednesday last week, yeah. I was going to IKEA next door, and I hadn't I hadn't even driven down Friars since it's been completed and opened up and everything. And you, you're driving down Friars, like it's it's right there, it's right there. And it, you can look inside. So like. I, I I was going to tell you guys this: you can call Snapdragon Small if you want until you park deep in the purple lot, and you got to walk your ass over. And then when I left, I went the wrong way. I went the wrong way and oh. I had to walk <laughs> walk all the way around. My my Fitbit was like, bro, you're ten thousand steps over where you need to be today. So well done, and I'm I'm dying. By the time I got back to my car, it took me forever. Seals didn't hook you up with the premium parking right across from the uh, the entrance there. The purple, I, my, I think, was our premium <laughs> parking that day. So, um, but I was a, it was a hike. But man, it was awesome. The the crowd showed up. I want to say. Um, my buddy texted me. He said eighty four hundred people, which was pretty solid. And I'll tell you, man. Yeah, they weren't using the whole stadium. No, just, it was just side. right in the closed end by the scoreboards. They and it looked really people, good. They didn't have people behind me. Even. Yeah. Um, but it was weird because I'm, I'm, you know, you do that. Like if you're, you're calling a game and you start to sweat it because doors are open and there's fourteen people there and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, if we do this, all this work for this. And, man, all of a sudden I'm talking to Mike Grace, who's uh, the production guy, and, blah, 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 and I happen to look up and I go, oh, God, look at that. It filled in. And people went nuts. A um, little harder to get the crowd pumped up outside because the sound goes up and not around. Um, but, man, they were great when I needed them to be. Uh, and the, the the players were so appreciative. It was so fun, man, so fun, so hard-hitting. A lot of goals, 15-12, 27 goals. So we won. A uh, big, big win, but it was it was so cool, and I just wonder that the the brass loved it so much that I'm sure all the people under them are like, oh god, oh god, what's <laughs> yeah, next? Oh god, again. we're doing this again. But it was incredible. It was an incredible day. It was one of the longer days I've had in a while because we had T-ball opening ceremonies that morning, uh, which went great. Um, my little guy hit 11 bombs. Shout out, Bo. Very proud of you. Um, it was very special. Like very Juan special. Soto at the home run derby. Yeah, he, uh, he hit eleven bombs, and and I saw Coach out there. Coach's grandson was the hitter right before Bo, and that kid can flat out mash as well. He was dropping bombs out there, um, so it was just really, really special, dude, uh, to see these little kids go out there and and play, and and you know to see like there's another kid scout who couldn't hit anything a couple weeks ago, and we've been working with him. And he's out there dropping bombs. Uh, Jackson Cooper, shout out to him. He won for our team. He hit 12, and it's Bo's best friend. Um, and he beat Bo by one. And, man, I just – that kid two years ago couldn't hit a ball if he if – he, when it was on a tee. And for him to go out there and hit as many seeds as he did made my heart very, very warm. I think coaching is going to be very uh, – very important for me. That a lot of people pointed out. It was a winning Saturday around San Diego. It was, man. Padres won a spring training game. Not that that matters too much, but uh, goals won, Aztecs won, Seals won. Uh, Aztecs not only won, but it was senior night, and they clinched the conference championship outright. I uh, got to cut down nets. It's always a thrill 
uh, to see uh, Brian Dutcher do another trust fall off the ladder. Did yeah, you see the video of him getting caught by his team and get another Gatorade bath at Viejas Arena? Very cool for the Aztecs fans. I know regular season conference championships feel like in the age of the NCAA tournament, hey, it doesn't really matter, does it? But, you know, as Dutch said, it takes months to win a conference championship. It takes one good day to win a game in the NCAA tournament. And, yeah, you're, you'll are you be really disappointed if this Aztecs team goes one and done again. But you can't erase the fact that they went 15-3 and three in a really tough conference, really took care of business, won it by two games over everybody else in the end. That's very hard to do. And, and does it absolutely deserves a lot of accolades that will be completely forgotten as soon as the brackets come out this Sunday yeah. and everyone's focused on, all right, are they six seed? Who are they playing? You know, what, what region are they in? Who could they face in the second round? Can they get all the way to the Sweet 16? It'll be all forgotten, but, you know, for these kids, they put a lot of work in to win a conference title, and, and I wanted to make sure that it was recognized. Three losses on the season? Uh, in, like, conference, in conference, and then three in the non-conference. So you uh, think about 24 and six overall, I believe. You think about of those six to how many you, you feel like, man, we were right there at the end. Maybe five of five them. Five of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the early... Uh, Arizona, the- they lost... I mean, they were close in the second half, and then Arizona kind of pulled away. But yeah. Arkansas, Arkansas gave that one away. St. Mary's, they could have easily won. I think they lost by like 10, but they, they could have won that game. And then the other losses were New Mexico at home. Uh, they had to lead in the second half. I think they led in the second half, I want to say, of all their all losses this year. Uh, they had the loss at Nevada, which they led, obviously. And then the one they gave away at Boise, where they were up, uh, what, nine with like three or four minutes to go, and they lost that one. So, yeah, there was no... There was no game where they were completely outclassed or outmatched this year, which is a really good sign uh, for a team going into what everyone is saying is going to be the most wide-open NCAA tournament maybe we've ever seen. That you could run it, you could play it 100 times, you might get 40 different winners uh, if of the NCAA tournament. Fun, and the man. Aztecs might be one of those that if everything broke right, you know, just... You know, they got hot, they got the right matchups, maybe they can make that miracle run like a Butler or like a you know, Loyola and get all the way to the Final Four this year. So we'll be uh, excited next week at this time, filling out brackets and getting ready for the NCAA tournament. Which means the Tournament of Drops is uh, coming soon as well. Oh, I'm going to need God. that list of availables and then uh, put the seeds together oh, soon this boy. week this so we can get be, started. I mean, you want to talk about a wide-open tournament. Oh, my God. This, I don't think this is wide-open. It's between, like, three teams. Uh, <laughs> later in the show, play a couple just random, and, and I'm going to just kind of get my mind right yeah. for, like, where I feel okay. like that, like a feeling, like what kind of seed this might be. The committee kind of does that. Do the eye test. Yeah, the eye test. And then I'll go through some of the metrics and, you know, their net ranking and, and everything else, the, the Ken Palm, the Bart Torvik of all of our drops, and, and really dial it in. But I, I got to do the eye test first and just tell, like, like my gut tells me that this drop is a three seed. That's no what my gut is telling me. No doubt. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Padres went uh, two and one over the weekend. <laughs> I don't know if we want to ever speak of the one, but we Let's can definitely it. talk about. I wasn't able to watch, so I don't think it happened. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see it either. It just I saw. I saw. I saw a tweet later. Huh? No hit, huh? Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's all move on from there. All right. A lot of thoughts on the pitch right. clock again this weekend. We'll get to all of that coming up. Uh, all guests on Better Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Talk about the Padres weekend in Peoria when we come back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. beloved tier ones must have had esp because as we went to break i said paulie remind me at eight what does esp stand for everyone does everyone know can i ben's blame um yeah i have no i know what it is i know what it is no idea what it stands for extra sensory perception Perception. Mm. should have figured that out yeah it's like a sixth sense yeah sixth sense uh and i said to paulie i said hey at eight remind me when we come back and, and reset the show i want to talk about your weekend uh, Paulie was doing a little Little League action himself, and a caller called in. Yeah, Anthony is on the line. What's up, Anthony? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so I uh, just wanted to shout out Paul, man. Thank you thank you for coming out there. Um, it was an awesome opening day down at RPLL. Um, kids loved it. Swing and Fryer was a big hit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, we just really appreciate all you guys do for the community. Thank you. Um, dude, that's so cool. That's Paul, nice. So Paulie was asked by a friend of ours, too, Aaron, uh, if he would come down and and kind of be the, the opening ceremony master, whatever you call it, the MC um, for, what is it? Rancho Penasquitos Little, Little League. League. So cool. And it was their 50th anniversary as a league. 
and it was the first opening day ceremonies uh, since the pandemic. Oh, that's rad. So it was a big deal. A uh, ton of people, dude. Tons, like, yeah. they, I think you said 620 kids. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have 697 league. in our league. It's insane. Parents, alumni. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's 50 years, so they brought out anybody and everybody that's been a part of the league and building it to where it's at now it's an amazing facility um like black mountain area up there off the 56 and um local politicians were there the pod squad showed up the fryer was there it was great man it was a ton of fun and yeah a lot of listeners a lot of kid listeners i keep learning that and every single time still does kind of freaks me out because they're always in the car on their way oh about 7 15 7 30 and i'm like oh what you guys listen to every every morning like yeah listen to don't do this oh cool guns and drugs rape rape, drugs alcohol cool what did john morant do today yeah seriously i'm like (laughs) it's the antonio brown segment guy, guy hit me the other day and he's woodsy how you doing man great to see you out here i'm like oh thanks man he's like hey mikey this is your, this is woodsy and he's like this little 10 year old i'm yeah. like please don't let let your kids listen to this but do <laughs> but do but yeah. do you know don't no, was, not do it It was awesome that was a lot of fun a lot of fun very cool a lot All of a lot of ben and woods community. out in the community yeah. this weekend that was great i like that uh, it doesn't happen every weekend but I think we're planning to go to the uh, Loyal game yes, on Saturday, Saturday night, the opener on Can't wait. against uh, Chicago, Detroit. Detroit. I believe they're playing on Saturday in the season opener, so that'll be fun as well. A lot of chances to see Ben and Woods out in the community. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, home of the world-famous Bobopedic mattresses with all the comfort and quality of a national mattress brand for half the price. No matter your budget, there's a Bobopedic memory foam hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out. At mybobs.com. All right, we got a lot of Padres news from the weekend that was in Peoria. We'll get to all of that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we'll just briefly touch on the Padres getting no hit by seven Cubs pitchers on Friday night. <laughs> Spring training doesn't count, doesn't mean anything. I will say I did not, I did not watch the game. I kind of assumed it was blacked out for me on MLB Network. Yeah, I, my I, I, other people I were having like the same half, problem. Some people were able to get it. I saw some it. were not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we have we have Cox Cable, and it wasn't on Bally's. And I was told the Cubs feed would be aired on MLB Network, and on the guide, even on on MLB Network, it said Padres at Cubs, and it didn't show up. And it was like top 10 center fielders on repeat <laughs> with Cameron Maven and Brian Kenny. Awesome. Now, I yeah, kind of really assumed, great. okay, well, they got no hit. They probably just, you know, it was a bunch of minor leaguers in the lineup or something. It was it was Grisham and Cronenworth, Machado, Cruz, Carpenter, Nola. Now, they only got one or two at-bats each, and then they put in a bunch of the minor leaguers, so it's not like they did everything they could to prevent the no-hitter, but considering how well everyone's hit so far in spring training, almost every single game, multi-hit, you know, all all the stars have been fairly hot for the Padres to start spring training. That felt very weird that all of a sudden there's one game, you get no hits at all. So I just kind of washed it and, and didn't pay much attention to it going I mean, forward. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if there's a no-hitter in the regular season? It's an anomaly. It, it could happen. Uh, we've seen it happen before with with good players in the lineup. It's just some nights it's not your night, especially in spring training. Some nights it's really not your I night. I mean, back in 2021, when they got no hit by that kid for the Diamondbacks. Still don't remember his name. I don't either. Um, it got into my head. Yeah, but it, it certainly was either a warning sign or a culmination Correct. of bad, bad things happening for that team. I'll give $50 to anybody in this room that can name that kid. Search I, your I memory. I, I couldn't even tell you his first name. Nick. Some, Nick something? 
It's a guess. That's a total guess. I don't remember. But, uh, you know, alleviating any concerns, the Padres went out and, and won their next two games. They got hits. They got 10 runs yesterday. Well, let's talk about Friday, though, for a second. Okay. Because as bad as it was, the offense, um, you know, again. It wasn't Nick. Well, it, it, it was Tyler. 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 Gilbert. 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 Tyler, Tyler Gilbert. Gilbert. Could have made $50 off of me this morning, <laughs> fellas, if you guys knew your business. Um, let's talk about Julio Tehran, Ben, because Julio Tehran yeah. pitched three innings of three-hit baseball, struck out three, no walks, has not allowed a run this spring, and uh, is kind of becoming a guy where there could be a, a roster spot available for him, and if there's not... Somebody may want him. I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know what kind of deal he's on. Minor league deal? He's on a minor league deal that if he is not on the major league roster on opening day, he can opt out and become a free agent and, and sign with sign another him. team, okay. which is going to make it a, a tough decision for AJ and and Bob what they want to do now. If, because if it, if it if his major if he does make the roster, I believe his salary is with incentives about six million. That he could earn, I think, with incentives. I'm not sure what the base is. And I don't know, you know, cap and everything and where they want to be. But why would you I, why would you bring a guy in to compete and if he competes and wins the job, go, well, we're not gonna pay you the Well, I, I think dollars. it's more the roster spot that's that's kind of the tough part. Now But I feel like they'll there will be one if, because of Joe. If Joe starts on the injured list, but Joe said this weekend. You know, he's doing a hyperbaric chamber twice a day, <laughs> driving so forty minutes in the morning, forty minutes in the afternoon to some some therapy center in Arizona where he gets in a hyperbaric chamber, puts on like an oxygen mask, and you know to try to speed the healing of his it. toe. It's you know this is Joe just trying <laughs> determined to get back onto the field, and he said he's hoping not not to miss any starts. Now he qualified that and said that might mean being like the sixth man in the six man rotation. You know, almost an extra week before you you can say I missed a start because he doesn't. He he doesn't want to miss an, a start in his entire five year contract extension. Right. If you miss the first one, you really you're kind of out. <laughs> you can't do that for five years. So he wants to make sure, at the very least, he gets a start somewhere in that first week. But then that means you probably can't put him on the injured list, which means that forty man spot will have to bump someone off because Julio Tehran is not on the forty man. That sometimes makes it a little trickier. Not not the money so much, but. How are you going to manipulate. juggle and manipulate the roster to make a spot for him if you do want him on the team to start the year? Uh, Padres Obsessed West says, I was at the Cubs game. I got to see history. Yeah, you did. You got to see a, uh, what was it, seven? Seven pitchers. Seven Cub pitcher combined. No, no. <laughs> and again, please remember it's spring training, number one. But also remember, they're rolling guys out there that you're like, no idea. Had the Padres thrown the no-hitter, do you think Adam would have asked us to do an emergency show? I can bet you, I would bet you that he would have had us in here on Friday night to talk about a no-hitter in spring Do you think part of it was that it was the first, like, moment off for the team? They had Thursday, and then they had until, they had like 24 hours where they could just stop thinking about baseball for a second. Oh, they were hungover, you're saying. Well, they might, I mean, that would have been the day, the night, like Thursday night to go, to go out, because you didn't have to get up early for a game or a practice for the first time. Maybe they weren't at peak condition. On so Friday. you're saying that Bob Melvin is not riding them hard enough on their days. No, off. I'm saying that he probably <laughs> did what he should have done, and that is, hey, get away from baseball. You guys have been working so hard. Yeah. We haven't taken a break in the first three and a half, four weeks of spring training. I mean, they've been there every single day. Take at least a few hours. You know, go have some fun. Sleep in. You no one has to be there until three o'clock or whatever in the afternoon. 
they might not have been game ready is all I'm saying. That's loser mentality, man. In, in, in the regular season, season, yes. In spring training, it's not. It's okay. Uh, no but big, yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, then, but then Saturday, uh, they came back and they beat the Diamondbacks. And uh, the story in that one, Luis Camposano, a go-ahead two-run home run in the eighth inning. He Mashed it, dude. kind of been uh, struggling a little bit at the plate, but that had to be a confidence booster for a guy the Padres will be depending on uh, as it stands right now for a lot of innings behind the plate this season. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of good guys got some work in. Benny, you got uh, Suarez getting a scoreless inning. You got Hayter getting a scoreless inning. Stephen Wilson. Craig Stammen, all those guys scoreless inning. Pedro Avila, not so good. Uh, Sean Poppin came in, got out of the seventh through a scoreless eighth. Uh, and then Campisano hits that bomb, and that's exactly what you want to see from him. He is a he is a, a he's a bat. I mean, he that's kind of the if you're going to weigh it out, is he a defensive catcher? Is he a hitting catcher? He's a hitting catcher, and and the defense hopefully will come along uh, and, and get better and better. But you have him in there because he can swing it. And uh, swing it, he did hit a big bomb. So that was nice to see. I know, you know, the average probably isn't where he wants, but spring training, you're working on stuff. You're trying to get comfortable, get your timing down. Not worried in the slightest. Suarez also uh, announcing that he will not be participating in the WBC for Venezuela. He wants to stick around Padres camp and focus on the upcoming season. It's very strange because I love the WBC so much and I'm so very excited about it. But when any one of our players bows out, I'm also very excited about that as well. And I kind of wish. Juan Soto would bow out. I kind of wish he would with his his bulky calf. It's a little troublesome if he's if he's if they're keeping him out of games in spring training. Now he's backfielding it, so he's he is, back on yeah. the backfield. So it's not like he's sitting in his hotel room with his calf. But wrapped. all of a sudden he's going to be expected to go full bore nine hey. innings in a few days for the Dominican Republic. I hate it. It's a little worrisome. He's back out. Um, and then uh, there the was some, some history was made on Saturday as well with the Diamondbacks. Uh, their their single A manager Ronnie Gajownik. Not sure I'm saying that right. I would but bet that you're not. But that's was in the, was, uh, was in the dugout with Tori Lavulo, and she was the first. She's going to be the first ever high single A female manager in baseball, and she was in the major league dugout for the game as well against yeah. the Padres on Saturday night, which was very cool. And then yesterday, uh, offenses broke out against the A's, ten runs and a ten three win. Uh, Blake Snell, I think the story, though, yesterday, uh, came in three innings, gave up a solo home run on the second batter of pretty, the game. Pretty decent pitch. It was a, it was a hanger, it, but it was kind of, it hung kind of low and in, and the guy just dropped And, you know, he said it. after the game, and I don't know anything about Kevin Smith, but he did enough homework, and he said, low and in is the only place that guy can hit. And I, <laughs> I was, that was my mistake. I put it in the wrong spot. Had he hung that ball up in the yeah, zone, he probably like, gets that swing fine. and miss. But then he came back and didn't allow another run. He, he struck out four. I saw Sammy, though, talk to him after the game and asked him about the pitch clock. And Blake definitely was not, not a fan. He says, I do not like to be rushed. I do not like it. It's going to take more getting used to it. I know no one cares what I think, and it's not going to change, and I'm going to have to get used to it. But he was clearly... Not a fan, did not feel comfortable, he said, out there Don, being on the clock. Don, Sweens, and Scan were all talking about how beneficial yeah. this will be <laughs> to one Blake Snell. Yeah. So you don't want that push and pull with him. It's a pitcher of his caliber and any of these guys' caliber. Comfort, obviously, is the most important. You want to be comfortable, right? But, man, like to watch him get the ball and fire 96 hitting his spots, except for the one that he missed, was pretty solid. With the pitch clock, it seemed like in the first inning, like you were getting it pretty quickly and then and then getting it, you know, pitching it pretty quickly, like with eight, seven seconds left. 
Yeah, um, I don't understand the pitch clock too well right now, so I don't really understand uh, where I need to be releasing the ball. But the more I pitch, the more I'll be aware of that to where I won't have to look at it every time and be like, I got to go, I got to go. Um, I don't like pitching with a rush. Um, what if it I works? have a lot of opinions that probably don't matter and probably won't even ever care to make a change. But um, I just think it's you just ru- I feel rushed. Um, but I got to learn it, figure embrace it out, it. and embrace it. Get better. Embrace it. Embrace it so hard. Embrace it, <laughs> as like, you can, you've, as embrace you it like you've never embraced anything he's in the world. Clearly not a fan. He is that's not happy. That, we got lots of opinions. For sure. But... I wonder if that's part of the reason why he's been a little more quiet this spring. Now he's cl- he's ahead of where he was last year by leaps. Oh and yeah, bounds. he's he- he's healthy. Really, any year than since he's been with the Padres, he seems like he's starting on the best foot he's been with this team yet. So you'd think he'd be talkative and, and excited and happy, yet we've seen a little more of a reserved Blake Snell this spring. You never know. I mean, it's a walk year for him. He knows that he's got to pitch well. I mean, here's the thing. Does he? Depending on what he wants to command in the market, does he even need to pitch well if you're Blake Snell? Honest, let's be tw- honest. 12 and 8. Look at Clevenger got Somebody, 12 or 13 look, million. Manaya got 25. <laughs> Twenty-five yeah. million Snell's for two paid. years. He's no, going to get no paid doubt. regardless. Benawood's open, taking place Thursday, April sixth at the Rancho Bernardo Inn. Yeah. Remember, uh, slots in the tourney go on sale Wednesday, March twenty-second. Thanks to our sponsors, Coastal Fire and Integration Systems, Cobra Golf for help making it all happen. We'll have more details as the weeks go on, and we'll come back with a little take on Woods in hour number two of Benawood's next on the Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.